Last week we talked about finding about sanctuary as finding a place of reflection and quiet, perhaps a place to recharge. But it was definitely sanctuary as a place that we find within within us wherever we are. Sanctuary as a place of finding and being at home. We find and become islands of sanity in a world that may be unraveling. Today I want to talk about the need to be sanctuary for others, to offer to others an umbrella, a place to keep dry and warm in the midst of a storm, to rest in times of tribulation, and a place for nourishing and flourishing. We are called to be sanctuary for others. My friend Jan first came to the UU Church of San Diego in the midst of her divorce. She'd been married a long time, her children were grown, and here she was after all those years in the midst of divorce. How in the world had that happened? She sought out a spiritual community, a place to come once a week, to sit quietly, to sing, to find again that divine and human spark within her. I'm not sure how many years she did that, this, but when service was over, instead of going out on the patio, and which you can do in San Diego year-round, by the way, um, instead of going out on the patio for coffee hour and socializing, she left the sanctuary through the side door and headed up the alley so that she wouldn't have to talk to anyone. She wanted to go unseen, fly under the radar, slip away from the crowd and not be noticed. Now, some of you may have come here wanting that, but I think you figured out pretty quickly that it's hard to get lost in this building. But here you may find sanctuary. You may find it in this room, in the dark wood on the walls, in the way the angles come together at the ceiling, or the way the light comes in through the windows. I often come here just to sit. But more often, I hope you find it in relationship with each other. After a while, Jan started to get involved more in the activities at the church. She went to a meditation group, and then she volunteered with the rummage sale. She joined as an official member and got involved with the social justice ministry team. She did a weekend anti-racism workshop. Eventually, she was asked to be on the board, and then she became president. Take a breath now. This doesn't happen to everyone, but I I know it's happened to a lot of people in here. I do love how that story unfolds, though, how she listened to herself and paid attention to her own needs. I imagine that coming to church some Sundays was all she could imagine, all she could manage, and maybe you can relate to that. But eventually she was present to the quiet sanctuary of her own heart, enough for it to heal, um, enough to feel whole enough, maybe enough to know that she needn't spend so much time alone, but she had learned to be in the world again, to love the world again, and to let the church be there for her through that. I'm not talking about physical sanctuary with this. I'm talking about the real sanctuary. As much as we love this little church in the woods, as as attached as we may be to this building, I hope you can see that the building is not the church itself. 
The building is beautiful. It's a little quirky sometimes, but it's beautiful. But it's not us. We are not this building. We ourselves make sanctuary. Our relationships, our gifts, our longings, our imperfections and our willingness to forgive, to work through disagreements and conflicts, our humor, our wounds, our lives, our contributions to the world, our heartbreak and our desire to heal the world, to make it a better place for all. That is sanctuary, the caring for another, the place where we get to practice what it means to be human, to be an authentic and reciprocal and covenantal relationship. We cannot keep the world from unraveling, but we can be a people of sanctuary. We can offer to others what they need in a symbiotic relationship where we also get what we need. Without the sturdy stalk of corn, bean would be just a tangled mess on the ground. Squash sends out its leaves to cover the ground, holding in moisture and growing leaves that are prickly to hungry caterpillars, thereby protecting the bean and the corn. And the bean... Well, the bean offers something that all the plants need, but only the bean can do. Bean provides a place for a bacterium that converts nitrogen into a usable form and shares that nitrogen with the soil so that all three plants are nourished and can flourish. It offers a place for transformation. I want to say something brilliant here about all the issues in the world today climate change, immigration, fascism, racism, hunger, poverty, homelessness, voter suppression, and on and on. But I suspect that even if you don't know those issues deeply, you are at least aware enough of them that you have come here, at least in part, because of your awareness of those issues in the world today. So I will tell you instead a story In the last neighborhood where I lived in San Diego, the houses were duplexes. Across the street from us lived Al. He was known by some of us as the mayor of Carmelina Drive. He knew everything. He he watched everything. He had citrus trees whose fruit he shared liberally with all the neighbors, and you could often see him walking back from the nearby park with fistfuls of clover, for his rabbits, which were in pens in the back of his house. Josie lived in the front apartment in the duplex that Al owned. Josie, well, Josie was Josie. Today, she might have been diagnosed as developmentally delayed or given some other label. And while she was capable of living on her own and had for many years, there are some decisions that other people needed to make for her. And while Al did not make those decisions for her, he he did provide a place for her to live. He and I were talking one day, and he told me how many years she had lived there, more than 30. And she was still paying the same rent as when she first moved in. He could have gotten four or five times as much, he said. And I knew that to be true based upon the rent that we were paying. But then he sighed and said, 
Well, my father once told me that every ship needs a safe harbor, and I guess I'm hers. And I guess I'm hers. Be clear about this. They were not related. They were not in a relationship. Josie lived there all those years because Al recognized this as a ship that needed a safe and soft place to land, to anchor, to call home. There really is no price to put on that kind of understanding of how we are to be sanctuary for each other. The three sisters' story is that we should use our gifts to take care of each other, work together, and all will be fed. The corn, the beans, and the squash have all brought their gifts to the garden and to our tables, but they have not done that alone. They remind us that there is another partner in this symbiosis. It is us. The planter is also an essential partner. It is up to us to turn up the soil, to scare away the crows, get that metaphor, and push seeds into the soil. We are the planters, the ones who clear the land, pull the weeds, and pick the bugs. We are midwives to their gifts. We cannot live without them, but it's also true that they cannot live without us. We cannot live without each other. We are not separate. We, too, are part of this reciprocity. We do not have to be all healed and whole to be here. You get to bring all of who you are to offer what you have, to bring your heartbreak and your ecstasy, your gifts and your need. But we do have to take care of each other. And that is not just about within these walls, but beyond it. As Unitarian Universalists, we're called to offer sanctuary to all who need it. We have to build up the courage to use our voices to speak against injustices. When we see the overwhelming majority of people targeted for deportation being people of color, it is our responsibility to challenge that. When children are in cages at the border, we need to call our congressional representatives relentlessly. We can shine our light into the places that need it. We can be a beacon and not a bunker. We cannot stop the world from unraveling, but we can build the relationships we need with the earth and with each other to make sure that we are doing all that we can so that all are nourished and all can flourish flourish and all can thrive. We ourselves can offer an umbrella, that portable sanctuary, or a more permanent one as part of that interconnected web of which we are a part. May you go forth and play your part in healing yourself and being sanctuary for the world.